Welcome to the Lakeland Sports Guys. Tom Carroll with you. Chris Cox sitting beside me. The coach is back in the house after going to see the blue water in his blue shirt. <laughs> he is here. Glad to have Stan Spivey joining us as well. Chris? Looking good, man. Clyde, I saw you walk by, but uh, I was in Charleston. You were in Myrtle, Myrtle Beach. Beach. You were. Uh, I was in Virginia. <laughs> I got back from Virginia last did, night did about we seven. buy a house? They bought it. Well, they rented a house. Oh, okay. well, there you go. Got him out. Got, got him out of payroll house. again. Exactly. Hey. Yep, he's on to somebody else's payroll. And <laughs> we're, we started today, as a matter of fact. It's a brand-new job. So uh, hopefully my daughter and her family will be uh, enjoy that neighborhood as, as much as I think they will. So you got to spend two weeks this summer, one in South Dakota, moving them back to here, and then you got to take them up there. No? Yeah. Well, it's not done yet. I still got to move my son from <laughs> Atlanta over to Boylan Springs. So I'm – I'm get, I just, you got green with football coming up. Well, you can't be missing green with football. <laughs> we, we're starting we're, to, you, you can't well, stick them with me. We, this is, we're going to have to put this on the stock market as the Tom Carroll moving company. That's right. Used to one be, guy in a trailer. No, <laughs> yeah. one dad in a trailer because you got two guys, but you got one dad in a trailer. One dad in a trailer. Um, we got a lot to talk about today. We're going to get into a whole bunch with Carolina football because the numbers have come out for South Carolina for the freshmen this uh, this fall. And uh, media day starts on Thursday, and, and that's going to be huge because we've got three good ones up there. And really, when you think about the three players that are going to be up there, the one that probably has the least pressure on him is going to be your kicker. Well, they're covering all three phases of the game, though. Offense, defense, and special, and special teams. teams. And, you know, Beamer ball's for real, and if you don't believe it. Ask Clemson. <laughs> when, was, when was the last time any coach took a kicker to media days? Mm-hmm. So we'll dive a little bit into that. We've also got um, – Post-20 Eagles, the juniors are going to be in action in the playoffs. Uh, they play tonight, 7 o'clock, over at Greenwood High. That should be a lot of fun. And if uh, win or lose, uh, they'll be playing again down at AC Flora High School, where Richland Post-215 is uh, their opponent for today and tomorrow night. So they're going to be having a lot of fun. We'll get into that. Um, Cam's been sending us a bunch of stuff on Jamboree, so we'll give you kind of an update on when the Jamborees are here and around the Lakelands area that we know of uh, as of right now. And we got news coming out of Lander um, to, to talk about. Dr. Uh, Don Turner has been appointed to the NCAA Committee on Women's Ath- uh, Athletics. We'll talk about that. And also, uh, Ernest Dye, congrats to him. Let's start there, guys, because this is a huge... Huge uh, statement for uh, not only a local talent, but a very uh, great man uh, that went on to play in the NFL. As a matter of fact, he got, what, drafted in 94? 93. 93. Uh, In the first round, picked 18th overall out of South Carolina um, as an offensive lineman, too. Mm -hmm. And he played for a a few years. He played, uh, what, with Arizona and Phoenix from 93 to 96. Then he played a year with uh, the St. Louis Rams in 97 before he ended up getting hurt. hurt. And uh, had to get out of the business in that regard. But we all know his son, Xavier Dye, and what he did at Greenwood High under uh, uh, Sheldula. And then, of course, he went up and played up there at uh, Burns for a while, yeah. <laughs> along with Willie Korn, and then moved over and played over at Clemson. And we've, we've all know that that family's just loaded with football talent. I think about Ernest. I think about my former teammate, Marty, his brother. Um, and that's what I always think about is Marty. And uh, Ernest was a couple years younger than we were. But a uh, great guy, man. One that went up there. Like, a, we joke about it, Tom. <laughs> Greenwood didn't have really the, the greatest of coaches when I was there. But, like I said, it put him – he he loved the game enough to pursue it at Greenwood to where they went on through. And, like I said, he persevered everywhere he went. And then when he got to 
Phoenix and with the Cardinals, he, he I saw him at a softball game years ago at Greenwood over here at the Civic Center. And uh, he was telling me how hot it really was there. He said, you, you don't know dry heat. He said, I know humidity, but I think dry heat's worse. And I disagree with Ernest on that. But um, he, he's just just a, just a great guy, well-deserving. Uh, and like I said, it, his, Xavier Dial is yeah. a great player. It's, it's going to be so. fun. And the way he found out, too, through Ray Tanner calling him up and saying, hey, you're going to be – in the South Carolina University Athletic Hall of Fame. Uh, and then he went ahead and posted it on, on Facebook and Twitter in that regard. That's just uh, another one. That's what, the third third one, I think, in the last three years? Three years, something like we that. We know how to get yeah. in touch with Ray Tanner now. We just call Ernest and still call us <laughs> back. Then. He won't call go. me back. But, um, but yeah, congratulations, Ernest, man. You had a great career at Greenwood. And like I said, keep the legacy, well, the legacy rolling, man. Greenwood, again, is going to put another player. Um, how, how soon do you think it will be before we see some other – Guys that go to Columbia that might get that call up from Ray. I mean, because we had enough at that little period that we were there, man. Greenwood sent a lot of players to Columbia. And uh, we sent a good many players everywhere. But uh, awesome, awesome news for him. So. Good news to have. Um, we're going to go ahead and throw our uh, – uh, <laughs> should we say our guest speaker? In here, we'll bring Hannah on and just uh, let her say hello. Hannah's one of the swimmers over at Emerald High School. We're going to be talking with her and also Coach Sharon here in just a little bit. But um, you talk a lot of football at home? My dad really likes football, but <laughs> yeah. kind of mixed opinions, I guess. <laughs> Um, well, you've got a great one in, in uh, Tad DeBose over at Emerald High School and what he's been able to do, and that's over there. And when you look, they're going to be uh, joining, I think, Greenwood tomorrow. They've got a 7-on-7 uh, seven seven that's going to be taking place over at Greenwood High around 10 o'clock-ish is when it's all going to get underway. So uh, we'll see if they can get off to a fast start. They started slow, but then they've, they've gotten better as the day has gone on. So hopefully they can get it right out of the gate here on this last 7-on-7 seven seven before all of a sudden the practices start. This is the one coaches are waiting for, Stan. Yeah. This is the one the coaches are waiting for because they've seen this. enough seven-on-sevens to where they, they got their mindset who they want. But then when that real practice starts again, you got to earn it again. Yeah. you got to get back in there and want it. I mean, we were down to, what, three quarterbacks to start seven-on-seven? Seven? We're probably at three right now, still, to be honest with you. Mm -hmm. um, I know Stan's got his favorite. i got my favorite. you got your favorite. But um, I think we're going to be right back there again because now it's time when you get to the last couple practices before you go to Jamboree's. And the season starts, you know, next month. You know, it's time to go now. So, if you really want to play, you got to go. Well, you're down to about four weeks now uh, before preseason camp starts. And and then your jamborees are going to be – and, you know, I'm going to get on my soapbox a little bit here. <laughs> I stand do, up a little bit right I, there. I do not <laughs> like high school football starting the second week of August, people. It's supposed to start after Labor Day, you know? Come on. Well, it, yeah. You know, it's it, it's going to be hot <laughs> for the jamborees, thunderstorm. Now, we know we can have it in September, too. But, you know, you got the whole month of August. And, of course, we're not even going to get Chris started on week zero. But, <laughs> you know, let, let, let's back this thing up a little bit, Jerome. I thought that's where it was going. But we're year. but we're looking forward to the season getting started. I think we look we've got some players in the Lakers that are going to surprise some people on all the different teams. We've got some new coaches. We're anxious to see what they're going to look like on the field. Mm -hmm. Now we'll hear them at Touchdown Club with all their coach speak. You know, oh, we ain't got nothing like 
Jamie Nichols over there at Little Alabama. No, oh, he's only got that huge running back yeah, everybody's yeah, talking yeah, about right and now. Then, you know, he had, but he hadn't got anybody. You know, we'll be lucky to win one ball game. But uh, we'll hear all the coaches speaking. And, and, and with the media days coming up, and maybe that's what we need to do. We need to have a, a Lakeland's High School media day on this podcast. <laughs> you know, it, we can come out to you, coaches. We'll come out to you, and we'll just compile everything into one day. But, I like the concept. Like I said, yeah. I always thought upstairs would be a good one on Saturday, but it's tough on Saturday to get them to come out. But yeah, um, like I said, Willie, <laughs> I t- Willie texted me last night. He said, "I figured a way I'm gonna get your haircut and a shave." And I said, "Man, I'm not cutting my hair and shaving." He said, "Well, Nicholas Cage is playing with the Jets. He just shaved." Talking about Aaron Rodgers, and he's almost tell a liner that if the players got to look a certain way, the coaches got to look a certain way. His his guys on broadcast do too. So. Jim still my head. Wait, 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 wait. <laughs> Willie got to remember. He's just trying to get all this yeah. out, man. I'm see with Willie. I'm anxious to see which uniform he's going to put on. There you go. <laughs> that's that's what I want to yeah. know. Well, is he going to be in the khakis with the polo, yeah. or is he going to be in the radio gear? That's going to be the question. He's doing whatever he can to get rid of my hair and my and my gauge and my whatever you want to call this. <laughs> I just to, to tell Coach Liner, I'll have the black and gold in this by then. We want to, it won't be great in coach, so All right. we're gonna do it right. We're gonna dip it. We'll see. But uh, speaking of that, uh, Cam on behind the cam has been texting us all morning long. <laughs> um, he's like, "What do you guys know about jamborees? I need yeah. to know." Da, 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 so on and so forth. Well, um, if he goes to the South Carolina High School League, the ones that have already been approved have been listed that, that are there. The ones uh, here in the Lakelands haven't quite been approved that we know of as yet, or they have been listed. But we do know that Abbeville's jamboree is going to be at six o'clock on August third. And Greenwood's Jamboree will be August 11th at 6 o'clock over at Greenwood um, to go along with that. And, um, you know, if you want any of those others, uh, you can go over to the South Carolina High School League and see the approved um, listings that are there. And we'll try to keep you updated as we get them, too. Yeah. Should be fun. By the way, Westside, Daniel, T.L., Hannah, all those, they're doing the uh, Hartwell uh, classic again, so they'll be over there in the border bash. The couple of them I've seen are really good this year. Like I said, Sir Thomas doing the one in Charleston again. Speaking of Willie, um, he probably gets head shaved again. But um, <laughs> the one I was telling you about, the Aiken one's going to be really good this year. Um, but that's the same day we got Greenwood, uh, the Greenwood Jamboree. So we're going to miss out on that one unless it rains. Well, there's a, most of them are going to be on the 11th that yeah. Friday before uh, the, the season ends up getting started, just to kind of get acclimated to the evening heat and everything else that's going on. We'll see how that turns up. Last chance to, to spruce up the offenses, as you would say. And decide and make the final decisions on your ones and twos. And uh, it's, it's going to be interesting. It'll- I don't know. A what, lot, a lot of I don't you. know what to expect from from our team. Do you? To be honest, <laughs> you know, I've I, when I'm I've excited. been to Greenwood seven on seven. <laughs> I went to the spring practices, yeah. spring yeah. games. It is exciting, and everybody's yeah. got a new attitude. There's a bounce in everybody's step once again with this offense. As fun as it is, um, the only time we've seen everything together has been during that spring training yeah. in the spring game so with the seven on sevens what we're seeing right now is we're seeing a little more accuracy uh, time to get with the receivers and that type of thing and that's what you want out of seven on seven and we're seeing certain players step up and those are the players that we kind of felt like coming out of spring ball yeah he's looking like he's going to be the number one receiver he's going to be you know this guy's going to be the slot this guy and we kind of have our ideas who we would put there now <laughs> 
a lot of times we're wrong. But uh, yeah. and, and defense is going to be different, too, because yeah. Holloway has come out and he has worked his tail off mm-hmm. and in the weight room. And he, matter of fact, one defensive player of one of the seven-on-sevens uh, lineman scrimmages that he went to, and, and he's going to be – the captain, I would imagine, of that defensive line, uh, starting there at the defensive end spot. So, who is going to replace uh, Donovan in one of the corners? You know, who's going to be the next shutdown guy uh, in these wide open offenses that we're going up against? Mike Holloway is getting to put that mark. Oh, I'm telling you right now, he's going to get Mike after Holloway is going to put it on the mark. And, and you know, we joked about Marty Ernest. Ernest, I mean, offense. Marty was a defensive guy, but. In the last two years, we've done Greenwood. I think Mike Holloway has been the one I've seen mature the most. Two years ago, it was your boy Carson Lewis. So I'm expecting big things from Michael Holloway at number. Well, he had seven on in the spring game. Let's mm-hmm. hope he keeps it on. But um, I'm expecting huge things from him. Now, Stan's quarterback. At first, I told you I didn't think he might be your starting quarterback, but I think he may be now because the maturity he's shown coming from center field with the spikes playing in tournaments. He's got a laser cannon on him. Yes, sir. He has got a laser cannon at quarterback, and I think he might be the guy. And Tristan Lewis is the real deal, and, yeah. and he's showing mobility, too. That's yeah. the other thing I liked in spring game is yeah. he's got that ability to roll out and hit the target. And he's got a little bit of speed if he needs to. Well, I just love the fact that you maybe throw first. If you want to be legitimate and think about throwing the ball first, I like that aspect that you don't just take off automatically like right. a lot of quarterbacks we've had in the past. I mean, staying here and you don't seem to mind taking a, a hard push. And remember, we were at the spring game and, and there wasn't no tackling or hitting, but he got hit pretty hard on the sidelines and pushed to the ground. And he jumped right back up like, bring it. So, Well, we're going to see. Yeah. I mean, he's going he's gonna to get hit. So we know that. And it's just a matter of does he and the coaching staff have enough confidence in him? And I think they do to let him be that number one. And yeah. he's tall enough, he'll be able to see the field. And like Chris related to that, I mean, he's got a cannon for an arm. Now, having a cannon and then having touch and being able to put the ball where it's supposed to be, when it's supposed that's a, that's well, a big game. When you all add all 11 in there, yeah. it becomes a different it, game. It yeah. becomes a different game. So, well, we, But for me, having rapidly the last couple of years and then before him, we saw in the first scrimmage we went to that the accuracy was already building up right there that we hadn't seen in the past. Yeah. That's what really made it exciting. Now, I'm still – I'm going to hit you with a question because you, you know you how on <laughs> – are we still looking at a Seaborn at a tight end or a receiver still? We, we are looking – yeah. <laughs> we'll, have, we'll have two Seaborns on offense, yeah. it looks like. Um, one's probably going to end up at center. That'll be Dax. Yep. Um, and then a slot receiver, you're going to see cool. Bryce – and that's what and, you didn't expect. And that's what I didn't expect. <laughs> Bryce, remember, I talked about him in when he was in middle school, that eighth grade year, two years ago. I said he's going to be the next big thing on defense. Well, he moved to offense his freshman year at Greenwood High and played running back. Um, and now he moves in. And he is not only uh, – you want to talk about a guy that can run a pattern and knows how to run a pattern and shake his dude – I mean, you're going to see a lot of that from him. A lot of drag routes as well awesome. uh, from him. So. And he, he may end up being our possession type. He will. He will. That's he, where I'm going, with, yeah. And, and you need that. We, we'll have somebody that can take the top off, and then we're going to have the possession guy. And I think Bryce is stout enough uh, that, you know, you could move him into that tight end spot and kind of hide him a little bit and surprise people. Uh, but – that that's only going to last so long. Yeah, the, and you know he may be the possession receiver, but there's some guys on the outside that are like six, 
three, six, six four. four. You've got some big guys with some long wingspans yeah. that are going to be able to, uh, I think, stretch the field in all of yeah. this. And then once you get that established, look out. We've got a stable of running backs. Oh, who, we got who running do you backs. Yeah, we got <laughs> running backs. Let's just pick I'm one. back on the old list. <laughs> yeah. I'm trying to think of the, tight, the, the guys going to take top off, and I'm right, looking at it right now, and it may be Zion Hawkins. Because remember, he played really well last year, five nine. But you know, that's still pretty good. But there again, he also plays defensive back. So where's he going to play? I'd imagine they put him at defense. Caleb Burton's going to play defense. We think they played quarterback yeah. last year. Um, McGowan graduated. Um, what did they do with my man, little Kamari Griffin? What happened to him? Kamari's still playing linebacker. Quarter- oh, he's linebacker. He's, he's still playing linebacker. So he he moved from quarterback, and he may pl- well he played wing. Yeah. So he, yeah, he I don't know. Let's well, see if he puts him on offense somewhere. Duncan Chamberlain. I'm going over to quarterbacks. That's my, my <laughs> position with quarterbacks. I'm going over to. I'm looking for that receiver though, Tom. And I just Gaines. Well, Gaines is he was Gaines a graduated. Last year. He's yeah. Gone. The receivers that you're going to see are coming up from. They're sophomores they this are. year. They're going to be big. So they are. That's what you're going to see. And I think there's a junior as well. Yeah. T. Zion Higgins is a is a wide receiver that's a junior. That's a senior this year. He's five ten. So he may be your six foot guy now. Yeah. That summer they. I'm the only one that never grew in the summertime. <laughs> what happened to me? But uh, I was the one that never got taller. But um, and, and where you, you're going to see, uh, you know, uh, rotations in and out. It's yeah. constant rotations, and you're going to see tempo. That's the other thing you're going to see out of this. I just think it's cool because here we are looking at this. Is, this is my last year's roster. We we go by. <laughs> um, so I, I'm always wanting to go over the top and look at these guys and see where we're at. So yeah, I mean, it's got there's your boy Dax Lebron right there. So. Um, I, it's exciting, man. I mean, yeah, Dax is Dax is going to be uh, the starting center for sure. Yeah. Uh, we've got another center that's, uh, I mean, is a load, and nobody's going to move him. Um, once we get the timing down between he and the quarterback, I think things he'll be able to rotate in and, and save Dax a little, <laughs> a little bit, give him a little rest. Well, I think we said we had so many offensive linemen hurt mm-hmm. at spring game that Dax was actually playing what guard he or played, no, yeah, he played tackle. 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 And, you know, and I'm looking at it. What well, this is the best center on the team. Why we got him playing out here at left? Then you start looking, oh, okay. Well, and our, yeah. our guys are hurt. So hurt we'll or playing bring, other sports. Other, yeah. yeah, and so we'll bring, we'll bring Dax back to center. And like you say, Dax may have showed well enough at these other positions. We get the center working his stuff out. And like you say, the dude's a load. Mm-hmm. He's a big boy. Uh, we might see some change in there too, but I think to start the game, you're going to be looking at Dax all the way. Yeah, what's fun to watch at these seven on sevens is is Adams Dean, the offensive coordinator for Greenwood, because yeah. I don't think he smiled this much <laughs> <laughs> at, at any preseason or seven on sevens as of right now. Um, he's got something special. I think he sees, and I think this is an offense that he really enjoys as well. And I think Coach Liner saw it last year you know, with the JV team and the year before, the players he had coming up, mm-hmm. he knew he had some big guys coming up on the outside. He knew he had some quarterbacks coming up. He knew that he had yeah. running back, so. You you know, well, he's, yeah, he's got, all, he's got a yeah. lot of stuff that he has to work with uh, as yeah. of right now. So we're really looking forward to, to having all of that yeah. uh, when they finally put it all together. Put it together. Um, and that's the other thing is we're going to see a whole bunch of new defensive linemen 
Um, you know, we will we have another neighborhood? That's where <laughs> I'm going there. through right so, now. Who's my torch, Griffin? This year, who's going to be? Who's going to step up to that that place? Right. I think I think Owen Sargent might be a guy that's going to take Noah Kastner's spot on mm-hmm. the offensive line. I think he was a guy that really showed a lot, you know, going in. So, yeah, it'll be exciting to see. Well, I'm looking forward to it. We're going to see <laughs> how it goes. <laughs> Stan's, 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 Stan's our sponsor, so we'll see what happens. Hey, we are very pleased to have with us, um, and it was short notice. I, I emailed uh, Coach Sheeran on Friday, and I said, hey, we'd love to have you come in and talk a little bit about uh, Greenwood High, or not Greenwood, Emerald High swimming, um, and what's going on with them because, uh, you know, it's it's – it's getting to be that time, Coach Sharon, is it not? Yes, I say it's right up the yeah. road. <laughs> Welcome, glad you made it. Thank you. How long did you give her? You gave her a weekend? Oh, and I, yes. I did. I and I was it. at camp too, so I couldn't use my phone. So I like got it literally yesterday, and I was like, I have to reply. <laughs> you are, you're, you're a lot better because I usually call on Monday morning and say, Hey, what are you doing today? <laughs> That's me. But we introduced the, we introduced Hannah already, and then we brought her in for the football talk. And all we talked about was agreeing with football. What's your take on Emerald this year? Since you're already on and you've been in energy, what do you think? For the swim team? No, Emerald for football. Emerald football. Since we brought you on for Greenwood football. You go to football. the football games, right? No, I work every weekend, well, so I, I barely get to go. But um, I know a few of the football players. They're very excited for this season. We brought you in to talk swimming, and then, like I said, we talked Greenwood football because we got excited because we do Greenwood <laughs> yeah. football. But, so, anyway, we won't coach. We won't put you on the spotlight. But thank you for coming in. Um, it's something that I, I I had no idea. I've lived here all my life. I'm graduate of Greenwood and never knew that they had swimming teams at these two high schools or at the high school. Oh, this is not the only one. This, the swimming community yeah. has grown, um, yeah. you know, because uh, Greenwood Christian mm-hmm. for a while. Um, and then Cambridge has had a swim team as well. I'm told uh, PCAG still has theirs. Mm-hmm. Um, so you, you've got five high schools just here in this general area that I, have swim teams. Well, you know me, man. I'm what's it, right, left brain or whatever it is. But I knew you at Gators. Yeah, so I was like, it started with Gators, which I knew. I didn't know it progressed. Up I've been to high school. I've yeah. been out of it. What, what, whoever's well, <laughs> I say it's still the Gators for summer league and yeah. year round and stuff mm-hmm. to kind of get the younger kids interested in swimming, and Keep then when going. they get to high school, they can do both the year round and the. High school swimming. So. It's definitely something I'd love to cover because, like I said, I'm too big to be outside doing this football stuff. But, um, <laughs> I'd love to – I don't know what you would have to do to broadcast on that as usual. But uh, we're excited, like I said. I, well, I guess when we started Fox Sports Greenwood, when I realized that high schools do have swimming. Because I think I asked you one day, I said, why are we going to get, like, Somerville, Lexington, and the rest of these schools that have the team, dive teams, and everything else? You, we got them. I was like, what? And we don't have dive teams. I, that's, that's where I – and Coach Sharon, she's, <laughs> she swam in, in South Carolina. She knows um, the states around us, North Carolina, Georgia, Florida, I mean, those are big states for, for youth swimming as well as college swimming and, and moving on up. Uh, South Carolina is making progress. It's actually, just, we kind of went downhill a little. Some we? of the colleges actually dropped their program within the last year or two in yeah. South Carolina, unfortunately, but – so, it's a lot of out of state yeah. now for colleges. So it's it's yeah, but you know even even youth wise, you know it, it's still that's on the rise. I say yeah. the six and unders and eight and under groups have gotten bigger and bigger yeah. every year. So. <laughs> <laughs> well, coach, you think that's the reason that they're adding other so many other sports around here that they're losing? So like like I don't USC probably still has their team stand. Yeah, we still oh, have their team's team. pretty good. Yeah, but you know we're seeing we said we have a lander here, which we all know about yeah. lander. They're adding every sport there is, like women's lacrosse, women's rugby, women's wrestling, and all of that. I just I'm waiting on that 
swimming across the top and that may be the next four it is who knows they, yeah they'd have to put a new pool in that's well for that's sure. for sure <laughs> either that or dig the old what one you out. Tell me the other one was today the why today was what when you saw him um it was probably 92 or something Aren't they like building that a pool at later <laughs> there's talk about it i've heard it talk about it i don't i have not seen any progress on it as of yet so i swam in that old one years ago but it'd be like, like what you're talking about cause well the, 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 the one when when i was was teaching over at Lander is now the new weight room. Yeah, I see <laughs> I mean, they poured it in they, concrete. They, in yeah, it. they <laughs> they filled. I mean, you have to get a bunch of jackhammers and try to dig that thing out. Otherwise, but I I could see a twenty five meter pool going in there and starting a women's program. Mm. It wouldn't be hard to do. I'm not pushing that that we get our baseball team, but anyway, I, I'm <laughs> for it though. I'm, I'm definitely for it because I love the fact that since Title Nine, you've had schools that that you. The smaller schools are the ones that are the ones that have started this. Furman with a lot of their women's sports, and and those are the ones. And I'm waiting on the bigger schools, maybe because Carolina Clemson they already have the women's sports that they want. Um, I don't think we need a rowing team at at Lander. Maybe put one at Erskine <laughs> up there, maybe because they could row against Clemson and things like that. But diving and swimming, I think it would be another reason to do it for for Lander. And I always get that, you know. Why don't we have certain things at Lander? And then Brian probably hears us and he's like, that guy just thinks too much. But it would be another reason to host things in this town, Stan, other than a barbecue festival at 800 degrees um, that would bring people in. If, if you've got a Florence Convention Center or you got a dive center, like probably Greenville. Um, I said Greenville is a big one. Okay, I, and I'm sure they host a lot of this stuff for around – that would be another reason to do it for Greenwood. Now, we, we do have the mayor on here all the time, Brandon, so that would be something to put in his ear. Um, but I think it's something that's definitely needed. I mean, I love to see the, the women's sports growing the way they are, and they are growing. Um, I just I'm still a little uh, befuddled that we haven't got them at our university here yet when we became a university. You know, when we were the – when I went – now, I'm going to tell you how old I am. <laughs> I went from a Gamecock to becoming a senator. <laughs> And I don't mean Congress-wise. I mean, that might be my next step. Don't say it. But <laughs> um, that's, that's how old I am. So I, when we went to Bearcats, we upgraded a lot. And we did. Think about it. We've upgraded a lot. So don't have football yet, Coach, but it's okay. Um, but we've upgraded a lot along the teams. And, and just like with the volleyball, Julie's gone over to Lander and is doing wonderful things. You're doing the same thing like with Emerald City Volleyball. Look how how much that's grown in two years since we started talking it up to what it is now, to where Landers start, finally started to get some of these girls from all over to come in here and play. You got the same opportunity to do it with swimmers, but we let swimmers go everywhere else. Well, I'm going to put Coach Sharon on the spot here because she, she's not just a swim coach. <laughs> Wait till you hear these credentials. Tell them what else you're involved in over at, at Let her Emerald. write them down for you. and sign your name, please. <laughs> so I help a little with wrestling. Um, I wrestled in high school, so Coach brought me on this year and was like, hey, we have a couple girls. Do you want to come to a couple practices and help out? So I went a couple to practices. I coached. I was an assistant coach for softball for a little bit, and then I moved over to track instead, and I coach the throwers now with track. So I'm kind of wherever they need me. I feel she's like Coach Scruggs. <laughs> My buddy, she's, she's Coach Scruggs. This is the female version of Coach Scruggs. Yes. I always give him because he and I work together at EPS, but he's always been. Um, there's another question for you. When we first found out that wrestling was in high school, I told him, I said, well, I'm not going to ask any of these girls their weight because that's one thing you never do. <laughs> is it okay to ask a lady your weight in 
in, in wrestling probably, or is that still don't do it? More like weight class. What <laughs> weight go. classes do you wrestle? Well, there we go. Yeah. I didn't have the right terminology. <laughs> Instead <laughs> of asking official weight, just ask weight class they weight wrestle class. in. Right. There you, go. Well, you know, you, you have seen it for several years across the boards whenever we do the tournaments like here. 96 has had a team forever, I think. Oh, since it started. Yeah, since it started. So, I mean, that's awesome. Like I said, now I've met the female coach Scruggs over there. So, Tad, <laughs> you know, Tad was right here last week. Coach was here. Now you're here right there. They wouldn't come right there for some reason. The coach DeVos <laughs> and Coach Scruggs, neither one mind okay. talking. Lay it out. Food versus talking on a podcast. Oh, they had already Food eaten. would win out. They had time. already eaten, though. See, I can't, I'm not cutting Tad no slack. No. <laughs> I mean, I, I love Coach DeVos. And like I said, when we had him at the radio station, we pinned him in, I pinned him in the corner. And I thought, this guy's going to be so mad and all, but, man, he is just such a joy. You work with him every day. Uh, as far as, like, I mean, you come out of the interview you did with him, and I was ready to play, man, again. I, if he just said, look, you got to get your hair cut again and play, you know, I'd probably had to go to Barber. But, <laughs> you know, nowadays I don't think they care, but that's awesome. Though. But we got we got to promote, like I said, when we had Julian those on with the volleyball, we're going to do you the same way. And we have got to do something. And it would be cool even if we had somewhere to do a swimming tournament, let's say. Wrap it around the barbecue festival and have your, your high school teams or whatever come in. Give people other than Blues Cruise, which I know they do a the moneymaker here with the bands and stuff, and that's awesome. But Well, you'd have you'd have to make it a little more interesting. You would. Because swim meets, I will tell you, swim meets are the most boring thing in the entire world to watch. They get interesting sometimes, <laughs> relays they especially. They do. Those are when the, when the team event comes in. But you can have you know fun relays that you can add in that make it a little more spectator-friendly. We used Let's call to it do. That. I'm from Columbia originally, but we used to have a coach's relay at the end of the year, and all the kids would get into it because we would dress up in like these crazy outfits and stuff and jump in the pool with them and <laughs> swim and stuff and it was always the fun event and I say even with the girls I do at the end of the year I do race the coach for like one of our mm -hmm. last practices and I get in the pool and I swim with them and so when they beat you that's when you stop no she shows <laughs> all of us up no. <laughs> I say this year they gave me a little bit of run for my money I'm not gonna lie <laughs> but it's a good time we have a lot of fun so their schedule runs in along with football. When your schedule's getting ready to start? Yes, but we're really a short season, like okay. a month and a half to two months. This year they extended us a little bit because they couldn't get the state pool they needed, so they added two more weeks to our schedule. But for the most part, we're typically a pretty short in and out season. Yeah. It's kind of crazy to get July twenty seventh first practice. Another reason, Mayor, we need a pool for these girls around here, man. I know she loves the fact that they shortened. I mean, that they did extend it a little bit. Yeah. Yes. So we host a home meet. We have our county meet. That's typically whatever team in the county is hosting. I think we're actually hosting it this year. Um, and then PCAG has their big invite that they do every year. So, I mean, we have about three or four that are hosted at the Y here. So yeah, It's a lot of fun. Yeah, the county meet's going to be really big this year, though. We have a lot of seniors, and that's also our senior meet, so – It'll be a lot of fun. Well, talk a little bit, Hannah, about what it's been like for you as a senior. You started, as you said, in seventh grade. Yeah. Uh, what was it like starting to where you are now? I really wanted to do a sport, like, but I'm not, I'm not the most athletic person in the world. And so I went to the Y, and I was like, we have a swim team? I was like, that's not really, we do? Because I had heard nothing about it. And so I joined seventh grade. I could not even do freestyle correctly. Like, let me tell you, it was awful. I had my head above the water. I looked like a little turtle. And so um, I started, and one of my really good friends at the time who I went to school with, she showed me all of the strokes. And by the next year, I was going with the state team 
to the state pool, and it was really fun. And since then, we do have a lot of middle schoolers that join our team. But since then, we've had a bunch more come in, and we try to teach them the best we can every season. And then it's just so much fun to see them all improve and get to where they can go to state meets as well. Um, from seventh grade to senior year, though, I think I've improved a lot. It's just it's kind of crazy. I can't believe that I'm actually done. Like, this is my last year swimming. It's kind of crazy. Well, it's a nice thing that you can continue on to uh, as well because once you graduate and you turn that 18, you can, you're eligible for what we call master swimming. Mm-hmm. And you go in the age groups there, continue on with that because it is a blast. Yeah, we actually, I think it was one of our swim meets. We went to Seneca and they had some of the master swimmers there. It was kind of fun to watch them swim. Old guys in Speedos isn't exactly what you want to see. But <laughs> There's a lot of women, too. <laughs> but they do have a good time. I can, I can personally vouch for that yeah. because, you know, with everything that they do. So you do have that career afterwards that you can continue to go. And they go to some pretty cool places as well. You can go down to Myrtle Beach. Um, they got the, you know, uh, the uh, uh, national tournaments, um, I think, are taking place, uh, what, in Seattle this year? Is that right? That Somewhere over there? Yeah. So they, they, you got some really cool mm-hmm. places you can end up. Uh, we'll volunteer for that one. We'll uh, <laughs> cool. um, you answer a question, maybe. All right. So, college scholarships or anything? The swimming college is that is that what you do now, or are you become like you say master swimmer? So there are many college scholarships you can get for swimming still. Um, a lot of again, you said the smaller schools are the kind of the ones with it still. Mm-hmm. Um, so I know like Columbia has a pretty big swim team. Um, and some of the other schools that are the smaller schools seem to have it around still and mm-hmm. keeping it. So. so I know we had Gabby on and, and Lee and them from the track team, and I know Lee was going to Clemson. Gabby hadn't decided she's too young yet. But uh, any aspirations of, of swimming in college maybe? Um, it just depends on where I would end up going. I have a friend that goes to Converse College, okay. which is just now co-ed this year. They just started a men's team, but it's been women's for the longest time. It just – I'm not really sure what path I want to go down yet, honestly. Um, I would like to, but it just depends on wherever I'll end up going to school at. Because I'm really looking at Wofford right now, but they don't have a swim team. That's the case with a lot of every other sports player. Now, we do have a couple of ladies that are are swimming college-wise as of right now. Dorothy Ann Russell is swimming up in uh, Iowa. And you've got Sarah Ellen, who is over at Mars Hill as of right now. So there are some ladies that are from this area that are swimming at the college level that have partial scholarships to go along with it. However, their academic portion of theirs Mm -hmm. is the majority of it, and that's that's where you shine. Right. And there again. Mayor, we, there's a need at Lander for a swim team. Come on, guys. <laughs> I will push 110 percent. Local. And get, yep. Let's see if we can get one of those going. You know, we discussed this not long ago. The, the diversity that the Lakeland area has mm-hmm. as far as sports go. I mean, the young lady from Evelyn just signed with Vanderbilt bowling. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I say I think we even have a cornhole girl at our school. I was going to ask you. That plays pro cornhole. <laughs> so. I mean, I say Clemson has a big yeah. club team. I know one of our girls mm-hmm. is going to swim for them next year on the club team. Yeah, I mean, so it's a way to stay involved and maybe hopefully, you know, someday Clemson will put swimming back. Yeah. 
Yeah, we hope. Fingers crossed. Hey, so ha- has, has your coach inspired you to become maybe want to coach down the road maybe? I wanted to do um, like – coach the little kids for the Y, which I'm still thinking about depending on if I stay in Greenwood. I mean, who knows? I honestly have no idea what I'll do yet, but it's it's a fun thing to think coming back to. I mean, whenever whenever we have new kids, I'm usually in the lane helping them out, so I think it'd be a fun thing to do. Yeah, it's a good time with eight and unders. <laughs> yeah. You never know what you're going to do. I did the three, four, and fives for a while, just <laughs> teaching them how to keep their head above the water. Yeah. <laughs> and they're always a hoot. It's a lot of so. fun. What do you specialize in? What do you swim? I'm a backstroke girl. I mm-hmm. love backstroke. I was really good at breaststroke for a while, but then it like messed up my knees for the longest time, so I kind of had to take a break from it. I got you. I can, concussion-wise, you're you're okay. Yeah. <laughs> you haven't hit any walls as of right. No, okay. I think Willie had one last year hit a wall, yeah. so we're okay. doing good. Yeah, I think we're good. <laughs> That's good. That's good. Well, talk a little bit about some of your teammates and and kind of what. What they what they specialize in? What who are going to be the stars? I guess you would say, or the most improved this year? You think? Okay, well, definitely the first one that comes to mind is Paige. Paige Nordland is probably our best girl. She's great. Um, she's going to be what sophomore or freshman this year? Freshman. I freshman. Think she's still young. Yes, she's still young. Um, her older brother is my age, Michael Nordland, and he swims for the boys' team. Um, she went a twenty-seven in the fifty free last year. Fantastic. She is our fast leg in the relay and I love swimming with her um she's very good at IM and I'm just like well, how are you when we can convince her to when we swim can convince her to swim her IM she, she hates to swim <laughs> she IM hates, but I love so her good. she's just such a fun time to like hang around and she, she'll keep the team going I'm very proud of how far she's mm-hmm. come I used to swim with her at the very beginning in Gators we, when I was doing the year-round team and then she stopped for a little while and she came back and I love her um we've got We've got some new people that will hopefully be coming this year. Um, we've got three sisters who swim with us, uh, Rosalie, Estella, and Augusta, and two of them are twins. <laughs> but that probably... one was a fun and swim cat <laughs> trying to identify them at first. Yeah, you had to tell them apart in the water. But they're they're all a fun time, too. I mean, we, Rosalie was on the relay, so Estella, I think, will come up this year, too, since we've lost one of our seniors last year. Um, and just for our girls' team, I'm very – proud of how far we've come we used to struggle getting girls on the team we only had like one relay and even then it was a stretch um but now we've got two girls relays potentially Almost more third. this year That's potentially good. more this year we're not sure what we're gonna have come in for the tryouts and then we've got plenty of boys as well um we've got a lot of seniors this year we're gonna be leaving us but joel has swum for a long time joel logan and he will be on the boys' relay, as well as Michael. We've got a lot of homeschool boys. You couldn't get Timothy to swim? Tim Timothy, did swim last Timothy, year. Tim, okay. Tim did swim. Okay. Yes. Um, and I think he'll be back this year, yep. right? All right? If yeah. not, just put a headset on him. He'd love yeah. to commentate the whole thing. So we yeah. had him in the booth one Tim, time. Tim's a good personnel. <laughs> yes. <laughs> He's funny. Um, I don't know. We've just got so many people this year. It's, it's honestly crazy because we used to have hardly anybody on the team when I first started there, we were very small. Like, um, we used to go with all with Cambridge to all of their meets because they had a small group of people as well. But now we, we travel with Greenwood High to all of theirs. So, Good deal. And that kind of leads to, to what's coming up here in a couple of weeks. Uh, you're getting ready to, to host tryouts. <laughs> and yes. this is going to be a fun time. Um, over at the Greenwood Y, 4 to 5 p.m., um, a whole week of it. 
Yes. So they, are you going to choose come one day or are they going to come the whole week? Kind of. I know a lot of them hear about it late, which is why mm-hmm. I do that whole week of if they come Wednesday because they didn't hear about it till Wednesday, they come Wednesday. <laughs> um, <laughs> it's kind of we're very open of come on like we're more than willing last year I had a joke I was like even if you don't know how to swim I was like I've taught so many people and stuff and the why this year was like they have to at least be able to swim at 25 and I was like okay I got you like I can do that (laughs) and so it and it's so fun just especially with all the new kids just teaching them and working with them and especially like a lot of times they're like oh my coach is doing it and so I I get the older kids involved with hey let's let's go to lane one today and like we're gonna really work with our new kids on teaching them strokes and having you guys help out with it Mm because they like especially when their peers get involved with that and encourage them and stuff more than just oh my coach is working with me again (laughs) it it also reinforces what you have been teaching and that's the beauty about having the kids go over and teach as well so not to mention it's like having you know 14 extra coaches yes yeah I mean when when I was when I first started I had no idea what I was doing I looked up to all the the, like older high school kids because they knew what they were doing a lot of them had swim for a really long time but there's a lot of people that start just like me they had no idea what they were doing and then you have someone come just buddy buddy yeah. And, and the neat thing is, too, is it teaches life skills. And that's, uh, that's the, you know, all sports teach that. But I see it more so, I think, in swimming with everything. Because at times, I mean, the coach can tell you what to do, but you've got to have that determination and, and, and willpower and then in, in order to do it yourself. Because you're staring at the bottom of the pool. Uh, there's no one to talk to but yourself. <laughs> yeah. So. Have some tunes playing in your head while you're in the <laughs> meet. <laughs> that's what I say. I always joke with them. We do a fun fun I call it the fun Friday practice now but it's basically I I bought a whole spinner for it this year by the way I'm Woo! we're getting into it this year um but <laughs> their fun Friday practice they get a spin for what they practice and like mm-hmm. it goes up to like 200s and stuff and one of the the boys this year spun 10 200 flies yes oh my, <laughs> oh my gosh and they were like are you kidding me coach and I was like you, you picked it. it. <laughs> you decided. And they, they told me halfway through, they were just like, I just kept singing halfway through it, like, I'm halfway there. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, yes. Like, that's what you got to do sometimes. <laughs> but. Oh, I, I, yeah. And, and then you get to hear them in between each of the 200s. How much rest do I get, coach? Oh, yeah. How much rest do I get? So it's a, it, it's a fun sport. And mm-hmm. I encourage anybody that if you're in seventh grade or even younger, get involved in it now. Get started now. I think the Y, you've got to be four years old to be on the Y team with the Gators that are there. But as soon as you get into that seventh grade year, uh, you can join the Emerald Swim team, be part of that, and mm-hmm. um, get out there. And do. What other fun things does she do on Friday that I don't, <laughs> that I don't know about? Um. I played don't know. some games this yeah, we, year. Well, <laughs> usually the older kids, they always want to go to the football games. And, you know, tailgating starts kind of early. So Fridays are kind of our come. We're going to do something fun. It's not going to be too difficult. And we'll try to get out a little bit early so everybody can go to games. And it's usually like, oh, well, let's do a fun relay of, like, twisting backstroke. Or let's race Coach S. And let's <laughs> see if you can beat her since she's a nice, amazing at breaststroke. Went to finals in high school over there um but we used like the spinner thing was fun this last year because it was all on paper and you know wet hands <laughs> trying to grab paper does not work very well <laughs> and then we tried on her phone but it 
Then the water on the phone. Then the water on the phone. Yeah. Didn't work. I know Fridays are fun because halfway through, or it was opposite last year, Greenwood High practiced before us. We've got the opposite this year. But usually Greenwood High would be in the water, so they'd sometimes stick around. Some would swim with us, and it's it's just crazy. It's a lot of fun. Uh, She doesn't feed you candy or anything during practice, does she? No. Okay. I'm going to see if I can't talk her into that. We did a... I did give candy bars this year, though. (laughs) Like, we did this whole, like, elaborate, like, practice one day, and it was like, if you can make all your time sets and, like, stick into it, I'll buy you your favorite candy Mm -hmm. bar and bring it to you. you. Um, we, We did a Starburst workout where I got to write, you know, what each color, and I went about six deep as far as sets went for each color of the starburst. It's kind of similar to what you do with the spinner. But uh, it, it <laughs> and everybody gets a chance to choose their starburst yeah. and what they want. I say we did a through, holiday so. one this year around, like, our history of America. And I go. used all the dates to try to set things and stuff. So we yeah, try to. That yeah. would be fun. <laughs> trying to convince her this year we should do a themed, like, home meet to get everybody hype. <laughs> Come all dressed up. <laughs> <laughs> you could. You could, you know. Yeah. That would be fun. That would yeah. be fun. Greenwood High does a lot of fun stuff for theirs. I mean, they race cars on the bottom of, like, <laughs> little toy cars. They'll race them on the floor <laughs> and to keep your breath control going. Or they did a clothed relay. Oh, this year. <laughs> and some of the boys forgot to bring clothes, so they wore Miss Weiser's dress <laughs> in the pool. It was Oof. very fun. <laughs> so you got the ideas I'm thinking about because... <laughs> what you should do is think about a prof- our teachers, you know, I said professor, that you really want to swim against. For, for like I said, get Coach Scruggs. Get Coach Debose. Here you go. And I want to get Coach K in the pool. He's got the most amazing calves <laughs> in the world, and I want to see if he can actually like put them to work in the pool. Hey. Watch the cab guys and watch that. <laughs> That's what you, you could challenge. You could challenge That's the football what, team. Yeah. Yeah. I think we should do something like that to get everybody because everybody's like, we have a swim team. I'm like, yes, we do. You guys should come to the <laughs> meet. Even as now the time is over, the intercom. The swim team went to this meet and did da 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 da. They still at the end of the day are like, there's a swim team. There's a swim team, and I'm like. <laughs> They've said it like yeah. eight times on the announcements now. And we were just able to get like yearbook staff to come last year and yeah. take pictures. Like that's never happened before. We don't usually have a whole lot of people coming to our meets. I'm glad to see it's it's growing and words getting out there. That's fantastic news uh, all the way. Because it used to be, as you said, mm-hmm. it was male driven. Oh, yeah. Um, for a number of years. Uh, and, and Greenwood was the opposite. It was the women were driving mm-hmm. it for the most part. So it's kind of even out with both squads now. That's yeah. great. I say this year we took probably one of the biggest teams in a long time to state. We had a boys relay and a girls relay and a couple individuals who made state too. So even postseason, our team's been growing and getting better and better each year. So Awesome. Glad yeah. to hear that. And for us to be swimming at like, what was it, midnight? Yes. Yeah, oh we, goodness, we hopped in the rough. pool at USC at midnight for our relay. Yeah. It was late. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, they – all the they planned all four state meets on like the same day this year. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't know who thought of that brilliant idea, but and this year they've already said we're having two different meet days. Like mm-hmm. we're breaking it up, boy girl again. We're gonna make it a little longer because last year, I mean, it was a late night at state meet. It was everyone else ran late. A midnight swim, yeah. <laughs> Well, that's they had twenty. We're gonna be here. Now you gotta get to the Y, of course. Can 
somebody plays golf in a corner the last 50 hours, <laughs> <laughs> uh, we can jump in the pool at 12 or about okay. four-hour practice. Yeah. You come back and lock it up. That, that would be fun to have a, a, a you know, Nine to the twenty-six. The stroke of midnight turns to twenty-seven. That's when you got the first plane go. You got a guy right here. Just got connections to the Y, to the pool, to the. They don't like me over the there. The booth. <laughs> <laughs> as well, much see, as I complained about the water well, see, temp, the they don't like me. That's why I'm with you now because I don't care if you like me or not. I mean, he'll tell you that. I was fixing to hit you about when you said that about you didn't get any coverage. I was going, well, it's a shame we don't have a newspaper here because I stay on the external about going to meets and going to these things and, and, and support them. But Stan's right. Stan and, and Brandon Smith, you'll hear me tonight when you hear You're supposed to be here today or she could have told you herself. We need a pool in this town. If you got to go to Lander and say, hey, maybe Piedmont Tech can do it. If y'all don't have enough money to do a pool here in town, we want a pool. And I, I love the fact with Midnight Madness. Now, Coach, I don't know what you feel about it, but I'd be a little hard on Coach. <laughs> we but. can convince the Y, <laughs> maybe. So, and maybe I'm the one to call the Y since they don't like I, I mean, I'm, I, I'd like to see. There was a plan that was done mm, 10 years ago, maybe, when Grace Stallworth was the CEO over there. Um, and it had an outdoor uh 25-meter pool that was just outside of the gym on that side of the parking lot that was there. And, and really nothing has been done with that plan as far as it was just gathered in the information and one was proposed. Well, that's why I was so, kind of surprised coming to Greenwood because I was in Columbia. We have 25 outdoor pools everywhere. Yeah. We have a huge city like league. Yeah. We have every – and when I got here, they're like, yeah, we just have the Y. And I was like – that's it? Like, there's no outdoor summer league programs. There's no, like, and they're like, no, just the Y. And I was like, this is why it's hard to get swimmers. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. come only pulling from one pool is, it's a challenge sometimes, especially when you have all the teams. Like, I mean, trying to schedule practices. We were in there the other day, like, trying to hash out, like, when practice times were. And we were like, this is just crazy sometimes of all of us wanting kind of the same time right after school. But we have so many kids, we can't really share a pool. So you have to break it up. The yeah. different hours. I said we started doing dry land last year afterwards to try to get, because I mean again short season trying to get kids in shape. <laughs> we mm-hmm. we needed a little more than an hour in a pool to do that. So we started dry lands and stuff mm-hmm. before practices to try to get a little more conditioning in. But see, daylight dollar short with now you got wool banks already planned. Take your paddleball court out and let her have a pool. <laughs> um, but I mean that's it's just not known what's new. Well, let's let me rephrase this because I'm from Greenwood. I, I grew up. Well, I'm from Somerville, but I grew up here. Um, I'm a Greenwood guy anyway, but we had a problem with Little League, with scheduling practices and games because it's just too small. It's not big enough. Um, what about the old Y? What, did they close that pool in the old Y right over here at South it Main Church? Still it still sits empty. There's nothing. There's no water there's in there. No anything. water or anything in there. I don't even it would know have, if they have lane lines anymore. It would probably cost money to redo something like that, but it's something that Greenwood should look into. Well, mm-hmm. we do have a couple of pools. They have since painted over the lines, and they don't have lane lines anymore, but the Gatewood Country Club is 25 meters. Um, and then you've got a 25-yard pool that's sitting over there at Connie Maxwell to go along with it. So you've got a couple other pools that are in the area, but – Nobody maintains them or does They it? are maintained. They're just one is a private club or yeah. a private neighborhood. Is, yeah. yeah. And the other is Connie, Connie Maxwell. Mack. Yeah. So, I mean, why couldn't Connie Mack and maybe District 50 come in together and say, hey, we'll maintain? Because I don't know just maintain. I didn't see it. Now, both those pools are maintained well. So they have water in them now. 
Because yeah. I, I hadn't seen I wrote I know that Connie Mack kind of has a little swim team that they get okay. those kids involved in so they can learn how to swim and do. Well, they come to you anyway because they're kind of zoned for y'all. Yep, I get them after. I was going to say, they come to you anyway. <laughs> and that's a recruiting, like I said, that's a recruiting thing there. But I just, I mean, we, you know, it's easy because we can do something and we need it, Stan. We see we need it. But then our hands get tied and. He doesn't want to be the best. I don't care. I mean, he'll tell you that. I don't there, care. There is an organization that is out there that tried to get a 50-meter pool built in Greenwood, and they, and they haven't given up. They're still working together to get trying to get that done. Um, a lot of it comes with funding and finding a place to have it, yeah. to put the pool. That's kind of the thing as of right now. And they've, they've gone to the um, county council and the city council, I think, once every year for the last few years anyway, in order to try to find – way to get that done um the, the problem is raising the money and finding the spot it's troy town yeah troy town council has all kinds of money <laughs> well look i'm not gonna say we got money but i can tell you i don't mind the the group you're talking about bring them on podcast i can promise you mayor i mean i'll get i'll get mayor Brandon Smith to sit right here. If you'll come in, coach, <laughs> and if we make somebody mad, it doesn't matter. I mean, it, it, I mean, what we need in this town, we need to get for for youth, because that's where it starts. It starts with you, mm-hmm. and then it goes to our kids and our grandkids, and we need it here. And if it's a matter of funding, I am on town council in Troy. I can tell you something: we have a funding meeting, budget meeting every year that we have to plan for things. There is grant money out there. I know that for a fact. Now you done got me fired up, <laughs> but uh. There, there's, there's money out there that you can get, so don't just let a council meeting tell you that it can't mm-hmm. be done. And like I said, if we want to do a podcast on that, we'll get that, the group you're talking about that won't, that's been trying to get this pool or whatever, and we'll get the mayor and some of these people I know really well, and let them tell us why they can't do it. Put put us on the spot, and I'll say us. I mean, I, I don't mind it. <laughs> like yeah. I said, right's right. And like I said, this would have been something that would have been perfect for Wilbanks, the new civ- well, that's the Civic Center yeah. name. Um I'm just stunned that Lander's not interested in doing anything in this town. That's why I want Brian back. They're just buying everything out. They are, but they're not. What are they doing with it? I mean, are are they going to finally have, like, all kind of housing? Because, like I told you, four years ago when Greenwood Country Club came for sale, and we knew it wouldn't happen, Lander had the money to buy the whole spot right there and everything that's behind baseball, soccer, um, Sneeds Lumber and all that. There's you a pool. That's a huge place you could put something. You just the course is gone. Now Greenwood might get mad about losing the golf course, but you got other ones. But you could even keep the golf courses for high school golf. Like yeah. I mean, there's ways what about to the use the country club pool. Yeah, country club pool is. Did they work with y'all or no? Not really. I okay. say like all all of us are out of the Y. All the high oh. school yeah. teams. I know the Y. Their lifeguards will help with the country club, but I don't know that we would ever be able to yeah. practice there or anything. That's question from Val. That's question from Val Valentine's Hunter's Creek, that pool they is it's it's yeah. overgrown and it'd have you'd have to resurface the whole thing. And it was you couldn't dive or anything in it anyway. It's three feet to four feet. So. And Stony Point's the same way, isn't it? Because Stony Point just built the pool beside the clubhouse over there, but I think it's small like that. I was just wondering, we got to have places around That's, here. I mean, we laughed at Erskine. I went to Erskine, and when they built the pool, we were like, why did you build it so small? Like, you could have easily made this like a 25-meter pool. Like, and instead, they made it like this little, and we're like, okay. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 
And next thing you know, that neighborhood has a swim team. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and they start them, you know, from the Super young. Night. Yeah. And you've, you've got some great uh, organizations to, to mentor from in order to do that because Columbia's had theirs for a number of years. You've got Greenville and what's going on up there um, with all the neighborhoods that go from uh, Anderson basically all the way over to Greer for the most part. Well, Greenville Parks and Rec can build an ice hockey ring <laughs> or youth ice hockey. Greenville ought to be able to build a pool. Right? <laughs> Brandon, that's not me. That stands by. <laughs> I don't want to get I'm like from my post-20 softball <laughs> well, I was going to add. I was going to say, Coach, we've we've been we've had a push for the softball field for stand for a year now. So we kind of and we we've been looking for a baseball team for. We're looking for the Greenwood five Grasshoppers uh, uh, summer bat league. Yeah, yeah. five years summer now. bat league. We ain't got it yet, Mayor. So when did we vote again? Maybe it's time for Brandon to go. <laughs> <laughs> That's how you do it, Coach. That's how you do it. But if you want to set up that for the coaches, we'll get in touch with them. Get the group that you're talking about that's been trying to get the funding. I can, I can call them. I'll be glad to go out. with them to a meeting. And like I said, it, I mean, nobody likes me up there anyway. That's on the second floor, by the way. If you want to go to a council meeting, they're getting ready to have one for a funding, by the way. Uh, I can look it up for you. It's, it's Wednesday if you want to go and say, I want my pool. <laughs> but anyway, that's my rabbit hole for today, and y'all got to be a part of it. Yeah, no, it's it's okay. I mean, I'm on the youth city council with the mayor, and awesome. me and one of the Greenwood High swimmers mentioned that to him. Like, we need better swim funding and a better pool and stuff. He does keep, listen. Though. Keep, yeah, he, he does. Yeah. Keep he it does. in his ear. Keep it. In he's his a ear. good. He's a good mayor. He, yeah, he really wants to help out with the youth. In I here. said because the Y is awesome. It's just that pool deck is so tiny. Like yeah. you can't put a lot well, on there, meat wise. Yeah. Yeah, and every team that we that comes through when we host, they're always like, "Oh, this we pool is awful." <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but so, what's the best pool you swam at? Mm, probably Team Greenville. Mm-hmm. Yeah, or Middle Tiger. I figured you'd say Columbia or something. I said I like USC's pool. I do like it's USC's fast. pool, but it's so hard to get out of. That's my only like issue. It's a maze I'm, like, from the locker room. Struggling to out, get yeah. out of it. <laughs> well, the, how they built it, they built like a waterfall system over mm-hmm. the side and then the lip of the pool actually sits like another six inches to a foot to be honest above yeah. that and so the swimmers have to grab like super oh, high and try and to push. like I'm with you. Yeah. There, there you go there's there's your dry land workout <laughs> yeah. right there no i know and then, work those then you get your knee all bruised up on the metal where the waterfall is and then your knee will slip and you're like right <laughs> <laughs> Well, I, you know, there's lots of different pools that are out there that you get a chance to go in, and hopefully you'll get a chance to experience in a few more over the course of your lifetime because there are some yeah. fun ones. And it's Coach Sharon. I'm sure she swam in some awesome pools. Yes. <laughs> yeah. I said I, we went to Alabama one year, one year. I said we went to LSU one year when I swam. So I got a – even the, the really cool ones are the dive pools. Those are always mm-hmm. my favorite because you go down and they have speakers. The whales. And so you yeah. just sit there and you can listen to music when you're underwater because they have mm-hmm. all the sound systems. Now you know why I think divers are spoiled because <laughs> <laughs> they get a hot tub when they get out of the pool and they got speakers in the water. Yeah. See, that's what I divers was doing at Somerville. Spoiled. When I was at Somerville, that's what I was doing. I love high dive and that kind of thing and it was because of that reason. Now, the girls were hot at, in Charleston. That's a totally different story but, but I'm going to tell you something. That was, I, the high dive aspect, I loved. I, the, the distance swimming and stuff, I just wasn't that great at it but the diving part, I could do pretty well. Mm-hmm. I got not on my head like Laganus too, but that was from being <laughs> stupid. But I, like I said, we, we got a lot of things we need in this town, and we're starting to see it. And it's, and it's the interviews that we do with y'all. And that's why I love local 
um, as your as it says right there in front of y'all, Lakeland Sports. Mm-hmm. That's what we are. We're here for y'all. And I tell you another thing. I'm going to give Coach Hyde another thumbs up, bro. I mean, out of all the interviews we've done with the coaches and everything over there, you just add to the list of the reasons why that Emerald's going to be successful. In in all sincerity, um, Coach Debose from his smile, Coach Scruggs. Keep fighting, brother. We love you. I'm telling you, keep fighting. And he's looking good. He came here ready to run me out last week. Um, just keep doing what you're doing. Coach Hyde, you're going to bring the baseball team around. We know that. Uh, softball's getting ready to roll again. Um, Coach, here's the deal. Uh, and I'll make you a deal. We'll come out and we'll do a podcast. If you get Coach DeBose and your coach in there, uh, Coach Scruggs, and let them swim against y'all or something. But but Stan, I'm going to speak for Stan. He wants to see you and the bowling girl that's going to Vanderbilt square off Haley, in the pool. Haley, yeah, she's very sweet. See, she knows her. They, they'll square off in the pool with you, Stan Spivey. <laughs> and we'll have, we'll have a one for one. We'll do it in the pool and yeah. on the lanes. Oh. And you'll probably you'll, you'll bowl against her, I'm sure. Sure. <laughs> I'll be really bad at it. But no, but okay. here's the deal. Do you think, style. Is, is she going to outswim you? Probably not. Uh, okay, so if she outbowls you, you're one and one. I actually went bowling for the first time in like years the other day. So I you're practicing for it. Didn't even know. <laughs> Getting well, ready. <laughs> you could probably swim a 50 faster than she could do a 25. So maybe it's fair if we did that, but you got the bumpers at the lanes. Yeah. <laughs> maybe. <laughs> See if that I always helps. come up with crazy stuff for you, Coach. <laughs> I love it. We'll make it. We'll make All it right. fun. One more time. Tell us a little bit about uh, the tryouts, what you expect, what they need to bring. Yes, so towel, goggles, a bathing suit, um, and preferably not one of those, like, you go to take No bikinis, <laughs> yes. no. More, like, very tight. A, a swimsuit, a one-piece, <laughs> preferably, for the girls. But um, just coming, willing to jump in the pool and get going, I mean – Again, we've worked with so many swimmers who could barely swim at 25 to start off with and made state by the end of the year. I mean, our Trent girls, they were like, we've only ever swam in the backyard. Like, yep. we really don't know much. And I was like, girl, you'll be fine. Get in the pool. Like, we got this. Let's go. <laughs> so just kind of a good spirit and just being willing to work. I mean, that's kind of it. Of if, you, if you're willing to jump in a pool and try your best to go, you got it. And you can do it. So... I encourage kind of all to come out because I'm I'm one of the I love swimming because it's such a safety aspect of if you go to the lake if you go to the beach if you go anywhere that's kind of a really safe aspect of being able to know how to swim being if you fall safe in yeah. yeah so I always encourage kids just to come out try out I'm in the pool typically every day the first week anyways to make sure we're getting safe and mm-hmm. doing things so. Just come out with a good spirit. <laughs> All right. That's coming up uh, again, what, the 25th? No, tw- 30th, 30th. 31st. Yeah, I say we're starting on Monday. 31st yep. through August the 4th that week. Yeah. Um, it's going to be a lot of fun. Over the Greenwood Y from 4 to 5 o'clock, you can come over, take part in all of that. Um, You'll even get to swim with the swim team because they'll be practicing starting, what, the 27th. So you'll get to see those guys and where you could possibly end up, yep. which is a lot of fun as well. Oh, yeah. If you can keep the waves down on that side of the pool. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we go along with it. Stan said we need to be there for that, so we'll, we'll see what we can put together. I, I, hey, I'll go with if you. We'll we go and watch. If we don't have. Midnight Madness. Midnight Madness, right? <laughs> we can go and peek in the window at midnight. There won't be anybody in there. <laughs> we can peek in the window. <laughs> hey, some of the lifeguards swim. Just come and lock the door. <laughs> I bet that does happen for real. So. Um, and if they need to get a hold of you, how how would they do that? So my email and 
I think my phone number is on the brochure. (laughs) Not really sure what I put on there. I I can look. I 100% know my email's on there, though, but I check my email pretty regularly. I've started checking it since last week. I actually, as soon as I posted it, about five people reached out to me about, hey, like, other questions I have, like, how long's the season? How long is this? And so I quickly replied to them. So um, email, I'm really good about checking my email, especially because it's my school one that I have to check, yeah. <laughs> required to check twice a day. Yeah. So And you can go to uh, emeraldathletics.com. Uh, it's yeah. right there up front, as a matter of fact. Mm-hmm. And you can get all the details yep. uh, as well as your email to go along with all yep. that. So, And I can vouch for her. She'll get back to you as soon as she possibly can. <laughs> yes. I can say that. <laughs> but Coach Sharon, thanks so much for coming in talking Thank with us. Thank you for having us. Hannah, we wish you the best of luck. You can come back and talk with us again. Thank Anytime you. we are here, you know, well, we'll probably be in school next <laughs> time we're here. But Actually, uh, I have no classes right now, so I'm free. <laughs> but, <laughs> but we're glad you guys came out. And, uh, again, best of luck. Don't be a stranger. We'll try it. I'll try to drag Chris to a swim meet. I really will. I love getting educated because, I mean, there's things that are we need here. And, and I'm from – I will tell you, I'm from the age where the guys got what we wanted. When we when we were coming up in high school, it was whatever we wanted, we got. And that goes all the way to Coach Singleton and the rest of that crowd at Greenwood High School that I love dearly. But unfortunately, it's, we're in a day and age now that it's not always about us. It's about mm-hmm. what you're doing. And, and this group here is going to help my kids more than even Coach DeBose and the rest of the guys will. He'll hear it. Um, but uh, it's, it's life lessons, and y'all are the ones getting it taught as well. But like I said, Coach Height, you, you're hiring them on the park. You got the personality like the rest of them crazy guys over here <laughs> like we love. And you're always welcome on our show. Same for you. So good luck in your swimming Thank you. and what goes on after. We appreciate it. Um, coming up, we'll talk a little bit more about what's going on over at Erskine. We've also got some Lander news that we need to get into. We'll do that here in just a moment. You're listening to Lakeland Sports Guys coming to you from Howard's on Main in Uptown Greenwood. When you're at Howard's on Main in Uptown Greenwood, make sure to come in, bring your family, bring your workers with you. They've got a daily lunch special. Uh, again, today's special was the cheeseburger with French fries. Of course, Thursday, the twice-baked potato with the ribeye steak sandwich. You're not going to want to miss out on that. Uh, absolutely a delicious array of specials that they have Monday through Friday. And even come in on Saturday. There's a lot of folks that are here. And, you know, coaches here for breakfast every morning. So if you want to come in and see those guys and, and hang out, you're more than welcome to as well. It's at Howard's on Main and Uptown Greenwood, right here off of Main Street. You can't miss it. Well, we got a, a lot to talk about. Again, I want to thank Coach Sharon for coming in. Thanks to Hannah also for coming in and talking Emerald Swimming and what's going on with them. We wish them the best of luck throughout the season. If you've got a swimming pool or know of a swimming pool or can help us out in any way where we can kind of divide these teams up and get uh, you know some folks some, some water time somewhere else so that pool isn't quite as crowded, we'd love to let uh, know about it. Give her a call uh, over at Emerald High School. She'd be more than thrilled, I'm sure, to talk to you about it. We're gonna work on it. We're, you know, think about everything that we we're working on now, Tom. We got a lot to work on. We got a coach with his with his elite basketball. They need a place to practice. Mm-hmm. Uh, we got the volleyball. And we'll see. We're they looking need for a, place a, to a gym. Yep. That's what a convoca- a convocation center's for. It's where a city builds a, enough to keep everybody happy and make money, guys. On the on the backside, like you got you got one of those centers instead of us having to go to Lawrence for basketball. Uh, wherever for you know for baseball, we could host one then and make a little bit of money on the side, and that's where Lander, Greenwood, and maybe even the nurse can need to come together and say, hey, let's let's do a three fund as far as like we fund this thing three different ways, and that way you've got something in this town that we can be proud of. 
I'd love to well, see it. I'd love to see it happen as well. And we've also got the Greenwood Grasshoppers, and we've got um, forgot about them. <laughs> we got the post twenty softball field. So we've we've well, got we don't a, forgot about that one. We've so. got a handful of, of folks that we need, <laughs> need to find homes for uh, as well in the process of all that. So we're looking forward to it. But I get educated every time we do a show. Like I said, I'm not. I, I swam all the time as a kid. They called me a tadpole. But, I mean, I, you know, you educated me today. Now, one thing Coach could have done is the IMs and stuff. What it, you got? Individual medley, that's where you swim all four strokes, back, breast, flying, free. You okay. swim a 50 of each. Um, I, don't I think was looking they for do PR, maybe, personal record. Personal record, they've got those. Uh, <laughs> I, hopefully they said, set those every time they end the pool. I was thinking she was. I, she kept saying I am. I was like, uh, okay, yeah, you're there. You're the coach. <laughs> you were uh, thinking of the Will I, Smith I think, version. Yeah, I think it's so cool, though, the fact that I don't like the fact that she was telling me I had to share a pool uh, like with Greenwood because that does take your rivalry. Well, that and it's only an hour long, and it really it needs to be an hour and a half to be real effective. And she does a great job with the hour that she's got, but you, you know you need at least that hour and a half. They'll find them, like I said, hopefully they'll find them a place to have it at. And then, like I said, we got, it's going to take some time to get something like that done. I just wish maybe Greenwood County, when we thought about Wilbank Center, um, that we didn't get in depth to where, and maybe it's just people not pushing for the right things, like Ty Bynes telling them I need a mowing field, or going over there and say, hey, look what we're doing for Greenwood as far as girls. So we, I want my own, to, to them doing that and saying I, and that's where I don't mind talking to people that, that, that need to, that make the decisions. I have no problem talking girls. Chris Cox going and talking to people and trying to get things done. I'm not, like I said, I'm like when I met you first day, I said, I'm not wanting to sit on my hands, man. I want to get out there. Let's go meet the people. Let's do the thing. Let's put the show on. And, and we're at that point now to where if we want to get serious, like green, like Greenwood, I mean, we are a bigger city than people think. Everybody in Beaufort, like, Oh, you're three times our size, but we don't have your tourism. You know, North Augusta, we're the biggest North Augusta is. And they're getting ready to build, I hear. Now, you can find this out for sure. North Augusta is getting ready to build a convocation center behind Green Jacket Stadium, from what I'm hearing, which is across the way from James Brown and Augusta, that's going to have these things. Far be it that Greenwood High School and Emerald have to go to North Augusta for a home swim meet. That's what bothers me. You're a home, you have home sports, but you can't be at home for them. Like you were talking about, uh, Brian, with soccer. They, how many years, Stan? Three? Oh, there we go. He picked up a different headset. <laughs> uh, so I you mean, know, played three years of high school soccer. And that wasn't his fault. I mean, it no, was, but it was the division of the high schools at that time. Poor planning. And uh, we had to play three years over at Lander before the field got built. Uh, but you know, here I, I put a little bit of this responsibility on the city, the county councils. And and then the departments within those, the Parks and Recreation Department uh, within the county, you know, you've got to look forward, and I think they have with this. We've got a lot of property. We need we need more fields. We need we need a little cross field. We need some turf fields so we don't have the maintenance that we would normally have. Okay, Lander wants them to put in a lacrosse turf field that they can play there games on because the May complex does not have enough room for them to build a lacrosse field on. Uh, Lander, you should have bought more land. Uh, <laughs> but, you know, at the same time, there's still a lot of land out there, and this is where, and I've got on my soapbox about post-20, and the athletic director and the people there should have gotten with, or 
Parks and Rec Department should have went to Post 20 and said, okay, what do you need? And Post 20 said, well, we, we need a girl softball field. We need to update our baseball field. And if you've got room, we'd like to have another field that we could put our juniors on mm-hmm. and have all three right here together. Uh, should have went to the Y and said, okay, what, what do y'all need? Well, this community needs another community pool. A big it, pool. Uh, a big, <laughs> an Olympic size or a meat size pool. It does. It needs I a don't know. Pool. I don't know the the sizes, the widths. You know, do you want six lanes, nine lanes? I don't know all that. But, and we want it indoors. We don't want it outdoors. That does not mean you have to build a Taj Mahal around it. You know, let's put it in the ground. Let's get us a nice pool, pool deck, some dressing rooms, and build it right. But we got the land to do it. You're going to put all this other stuff in. Throw some more money into it, and you'll get the more you put in, the more you're going to get out. And right now, the people that are benefiting from the softball team is Greenwood High. The, the baseball teams are playing at Emerald and Greenwood, so those two high schools are gaining some advantage. Why not the county gain some of this advantage? Why not post-20 gain some advantage, being able to sell concessions to help with the cost of these programs that they have? I mean, they've got, what, five programs now? I think three juniors, the big boys, and the girl. I'd like to see a JV girl softball. And you will. And it's That's coming. Next. I mean, yeah, it's coming. That's and um, you know, these girls deserve just a night, uh, just as a place of their own. Yeah, nice okay. facilities. Now you can go. say, well, they're playing at Greenwood High. And, yeah, you've got a few players off of that team that played Greenwood High. You've got some from Emerald, Ware Shows, '96. You know, who knows where? But let's give them their own field, somewhere they can be proud of, and not walk into Greenwood High to play a post-20 softball game. Well, Stan, that, that comes from what you were talking about is, like, like I had, since I've learned, since I have gotten into local politics, whatever you want to call it, that's called planning and funding, and it happens every year. And there is that meeting coming up on Wednesday that I will be at. And when I see Brian, I, I'll mention it to him. I mean, but you're right. It's, it, Greenwood County also needs to get out and say, go to these, like, what can we do? But if I'm Greenwood County, if I'm Brandon Smith, I want to host – uh, what's a big swim meet that, that you would go to Atlanta for, Tom, to where you would have how many teams? Um, we, you, we call them invitationals. Uh, you can have a big – you could have – we had a Festival of Flowers swim meet for a number of years where yeah. the Festival of Flowers gave us $200 to, yeah. to help – I mean, it covered a little bit, but, um, but you know, you it was a big meet, and we made money the off of it. The revenue is the, what you look at. Well, and they could do the same thing if they had a community pool other than the Y. They could have a Festival of Flowers invitational they could have a festival of discovery invitational mm-hmm. you know and have something going on and bring more people into the town just like you you go to rock hill and look at some of these complexes they're building up there now we keep going back to them because that's a large going i've well, got three children that live in myrtle beach okay <laughs> to get to any of them's house I just about have to go by a pool, a softball field, a baseball, football field, and there's not a weekend that goes by that there's not somebody playing on those fields. 
Now, granted, it's the lure of coming to the beach, but that Parks and Recs Department down there, they're the ones that put these high schools down there. They put on the high school baseball tournaments during spring break. All they're asking for is fields to play on, and and they're providing them for them. Think about the money that they just had. It's the one you're talking right. about for baseball yeah. at Myrtle Beach. Think about the money that the Greenwood could get from that if it's it's, it's funding and planning. Planning mm-hmm. first, and then go get the money. You're right. They can go ahead and plan all this stuff. They could add to Will Banks if they wanted to. They don't want to now because it's already – it took us forever to come up with a concept and a plan. I ain't for that, Tom Carroll. If you know what you want to do now and you know it's going to cost you $8 million, you plan for the $8 million starting now, and you try to bring it to fruition. Then before, you know, Bucky's does just try to come, and they need the corner of the lot over there at Will Banks to yeah. put Bucky's. All right. Because that's what they will do. <laughs> Soapbox over. Go ahead. All right, moving on. Let's head over to uh, local colleges. Uh, I want to say congrats to Ralph Patterson. Or Patterson. Uh, he comes back to Erskine as the vice president of athletics. He got started his job last Monday, so he's been there a week um, to go along with it. He's returning. You remember, he was the mayor for how many years? Uh, he was there a long, long time. time. And he was a basketball coach at mm-hmm. Erskine was, for a right. while. Yep. Been, what, 36 and then, years? And then he was at Lander for a while. He was basketball coach when I went to camps. Yeah, so he's been there quite a bit. Um, what mayor? 2007-2009 uh, is when he was the mayor there. was a member of the Rotary Club. Uh, it's like a who's who list of things that he has done education-wise. But there's another reason why his name, for me, um, is a little more familiar. He was involved with Fox Sports, uh, WCCP, and calling games uh, right. on ESPN as well. I mean, right. he had a very talented broadcast career. We need, you, we need to get him in, Tom Carroll. You know what? I think – I'm telling you this right now. I think Erskine's uh, presentation of sports is going to pick up, and it'll rival, if not best, the guys up the street. And that's what we need. I'll go on record. I don't mind. Chris Cox said that. That's what we need is, is somebody to put that pressure on Lander and say, mm-hmm. you're going to do more if, if we force it out of you or not. Mm-hmm. So I think it's a great hire. Like I said, I, I met Coach a long time ago going to a basketball camp. Funniest thing he ever showed us when we were at his basketball camp is I might would have been more successful if Coach Horn hadn't been at Lander. That was one of his opening jokes. He said, <laughs> I know the game. I just couldn't beat that man. That man was great. <laughs> And, I but, mean, his win total was great, too. He, yeah. I mean, he's got a lot of wins over there. But, but. his vice president of athletics, he uh, is going to be in there. And he'll yeah, – I mean, uh, Coach Peeler did a great job while he was there. He just couldn't – I mean, it's too many hats for one person to wear. So, having him come in and take a little of that pressure off, only going to help that women's basketball program as well. That's totally yeah. right. I mean, like I said, Peeler did everything. His wife did, too. So. Yeah, so we want to welcome him and his family uh, back to Due West as they come – as they say, coming home, right? Come yep. home to Due West. There you go. That is it. As they like to say. And then uh, over at uh, uh, Lander, um, it, it was just announced this afternoon, as a matter of fact, that Dr. Don Turner uh, has been appointed and will be on the uh, NCAA Committee for Women's Athletics to go along with it. So it's a four-year term that she's going to have over there uh, on that committee. And, uh, you know, this is big, particularly when you think about women's sports and where it is right now, the transgender thing that's going on. And um, she's going to have a say in in the outcome of how all this is going to turn out. And and along with making sure the NIL deals are dollar for dollar. And that's one thing I saw. I don't know. Y'all may have seen it in a – or heard it on the news or the paper. Women's World Cup starts Friday. FIFA, the governing body, has come out and said 
all 780-something athletes that will be playing in the World Cup are going to be paid a flat $30,000. Every one of them's going to get it. And that's coming regardless from, if you ride the bench. Re, regardless of where you get knocked out in the first round or you win the World Cup, everybody's making the same amount of money. You're going to get $30,000. That's not a lot of money, okay? But then you've got to consider some of these countries that these teams are coming from. You get some of those African countries Third and all, where, where the, you know, the max that those girls, you know, the country themselves might not pay them but $10,000. Now, you come to the United States, now the women have been lobbying the United States Federation to get them up to what the men are, and deservedly so. I mean, they've won the last two Women's World Cups, and this will be a third one, so they're going to get paid. They're going to get their handsome reward on top of the 30 right. that fee. But this, a contact here in Greenwood, South Carolina, that's going to have an input that's going to affect women's athletics, collegiate athletics, across the board, across the nation, every division. That is a huge it's big undertaking. Yeah. And the, the amount of computer time she's going to be putting in and the amount of reading, the amount of meetings with lawyers and financial people and, and no telling who else. You know, college presidents, athletic directors, coaches. She's going to be, she's going to get a lot of frequent flyer miles. <laughs> she is. The mission statement says it all. Uh for the NCAA Committee on Women's Athletics. It basically says um, it is providing leadership and assistance to the association in its efforts to provide equality opportunities, fair treatment, and respect for all women in all aspects of intercollegiate athletics. Mm -hmm. That's a mouthful in itself. Now, her committee, here's, here's what she's going to be uh, involved in. They're seeking to expand and promote opportunities for female student-athletes, mm -hmm. um, administrators, coaches, officials, officiating personnel, as well as promote governance, administrations, and conduct of intercollegiate athletics at the institution, conference, and national levels that are inclusive, fair, and accessible to women. And like you said, that's a mouthful. That's a mouthful. And, and so she, you know, on top of her duties that she's got here at Lander. Yeah. But, you know, and you just hope that she will think of not only what can happen at the at the highest level, but also what about these Division three schools and the smaller schools? The Division one schools, yeah, she's going to want them to have more women's sports. Every college out there could probably add two or three women's sports and not hurt the budget too much. Why? I mean, we got – Colleges that are cutting out sports, not only women's. I mean, well, Furman, Furman cut out the men's baseball program. Come <laughs> on, people. You know, I mean, let's put sports in. I mean, this, we've all seen, and, and we all see the commercials, only, you know, 2% go on to make any money at the sport that they participate in. It's not about the money that they're going to make. It's about the relationships that they have and the ability to play after they finish their high school career. Mm -hmm. 
and continue. And a lot of it's Olympic sports where they don't play in front of thousands of people. I mean, just the, the, the girl, and I go back to the girl that, that's going to Vanderbilt for bowling. I wonder how many people actually go into the bowling alley and watch a collegiate bowling match. I wonder who I would have. I wonder. I wonder who would have the. I wonder who would have the highest attendance: the Vanderbilt swim team or the Vanderbilt bowling team. You know, that's a good question. I mean, and and but those are two sports that are being, and they're going to be women's sports. Mm-hmm. Now I know the men are in there too, but those are two sports that you can have, but they're not going to be producing revenue. Right. Here, uh, that's who we need to take this problem we have with Greenwood, South Carolina too. And I'm going to say this because I've seen it happen being on councils and stuff. Women listen to what the needs are. A lot of times the men don't. But you got a woman in the right place and you present her the right argument, she will fight you to the day over that until we get what we need here in town. She'd be the definitely good one to talk to about Lander taking the initial and building this thing. Yeah. A, compl- a convocation center with a pool and the basketball courts and everything because it would benefit Lander and would also benefit the city. I mean, I think that's awesome. I mean, I because it, it stands right. It's more than about the money that we're going to bring in for like an NIL. You, you're building lives. That's what you're doing. You're making them better people. Right. And they're the ones that are going to be leading this country eventually. Yep. They're, they're not going to be making the money playing women's lacrosse or women's bowling. And um, I think the reason – I hadn't got it yet, but I think the reason the young lady in Emerald chose Vanderbilt is because of her mom. That's from what I have heard on the side. So it, it well, may be that, that it, it doesn't hurt that Vanderbilt has high academic oh, standards. Oh yeah, definitely. Plus, they do. They definitely. just did win a national championship. So I mean, that's the key. Uh, I mean, I, you know, if I got my choice and I can go there, if I'm smart enough to get in and I'm good enough at my given sport to be awarded a scholarship. Yeah, I'd rather see Land- Vanderbilt University on my diploma than I would, you know, some of these lesser mm-hmm. schools. Now, I'm not going to hit any names there, but... Uh, <laughs> hit them. You know. All right. <clears throat> the bowling part, this is just for today because it's Monday. You can go home tonight. If you go to Facebook, all you got to do is turn Facebook on. And if you have Greenwood, the bowling alley here in town, you can watch every match that they have on a on your screen. They'll tell you who's playing who tonight at the bowling for the league at Greenwood. And I don't know if Mr. Ginn still owns it or who owns it now, but that's on Facebook. Yeah. And you can see this young lady because I think she bowls out there every Monday. I mean, so it gets out there. And that's just another reason that I say, you know, Greenwood, get better at what you're doing, planning fun things. Because, I mean, now I never thought on a Monday night I'm going to watch somebody bowl like Paul Cooper from UPS bowl. <laughs> But I can't. Mm-hmm. It's out there. If you build it, they will come. I mean, that's the best baseball movie to me ever, Phil of Dreams. And it's the same concept. Build this convocation center with volleyball courts. And it, and if it's Will Banks in 10 years, it's Will Banks in 10 years. Next, what, what you got next? Tim? All right. Got about nine minutes here because I <laughs> push this on too far. Uh, we'll we'll save the uh, the numbers of the freshmen yeah. For, yeah, for, that's, for that's Thursday. No big deal. That's coming up. Um, I do want to hit, though, uh, with uh, SEC Media Days coming up and South Carolina is going to be Thursday morning. Uh, that's going to be out there. You got uh, Shane Beamer, Spencer Rattler, Tonka Hemingway, and uh, is it Kaya? Kai? Kroger? Yeah, Kroger. Kai Kroger. Kroger, yeah. Kai Kroger. Uh, they're going to be the ones that are speaking out there. What are you guys looking for uh, and hoping to hear from these guys? 
Stan's, it's better, be, Stan's it's, better at this than I am. It's going to be coach speak and player speak. You know, we're we're coming together as a team. We've got some. We've got a little improvement we need to do. We've got a few positions we're still not too sure of, uh, but we're looking good. We're looking for a successful season. Uh, we're everybody's stayed at school during the summer and have worked out and. We're coming together as a team. We're doing things on the field, off the field. You know, uh, you won't hear anybody mentioning. I don't think that if they start to talk NIL, the players are going to close the book on it real quick. They're not going to. They've probably been told keep your mouth shut on the NIL. Tom, here's what I want. You don't. You, we don't need that. Here's what I want from your quarterback, Spencer Rattler. Not mine, yours. I want the same dag blame intensity and cockiness that he had at Oklahoma to come out and say, I will be your starting quarterback. Caleb Williams, you need to find another school. I want to see that because I'm going to tell you something. If you're taking a kid from South Lawrence, that's what he's going to say to Spencer. I'm coming for your job in the Mm -hmm. second or third game of the year. Mm -hmm. And if he doesn't play like he did last year, you'll see a change at quarterback before midweek of the season. I can tell you that now. Because I hear out of camp, the kid from South Lawrence, is light. Yeah, North Sellers is right. the real and, uh, deal. He's the real deal. Yeah. And I want but, that confidence coming from, if we're going to pay you $2 million, let me hear you tell me I'm, you, I'm paying you $2 million. That's my Stephen A, by the way. <laughs> well, I'm, I mean, you know, uh, <laughs> not to get off track too much, but it's, I think all the schools that we kind of cover around here, everybody has questions right now. Uh, we've got two schools that's got new offensive coordinators. We've got one school that we don't know who the quarterback's going to be <laughs> in Georgia. We got a school that, with Clemson that's going to have Klubnik, but, you know, the kid's only played, what, maybe two ball games his whole career. Uh, how's he matured from a freshman into a sophomore? Uh, what have they put around him to make him? I think he's got the skills. But it's the outline players. Last year, he didn't have a lot of receivers. Has the receiving core improved? Defense is going to be great. Carolina, same situation. New offensive coordinator, proven quarterback. No running backs. Got to find Clemson. At least has got some a running back room full. You know, <laughs> we need to get one of their guys. But wide receivers, we're in good shape. But. You know, and that's where and Tonka Hemingway is going to come on and say the defense is going to look better than we did last year. We lost some good people, but we had some good recruits in. Our twos and threes last year got a lot of playing time due to injuries from other people. Kai Kroger is just going to come out and say, I'm the best punter in the nation. I should have won the award last year and I got gypped out of it. So I'm going to win it this year. Is it possible Kroger could be eligible for the Heisman? Would 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 that not be an opportunity as the best player? In the- it, it well, would- the Heisman is nothing but media hype. It is. I mean, and if you've got a sports information guy that's good at his job, <laughs> Ty Kroger could win. Could win it. He could. It's, it's all about. I remember when George Rogers. I mean, Carolina was like eight and three, eight and four. The year Rogers won it. Yeah, he had sixteen hundred yards running. 
mean, there were other kids in there, too. I was going to say there were a couple right there. And, and, and there were a lot of teams that had a lot better records that had great players. But sports information guy, I mean, there were everything you could imagine had George Rogers' picture on it, and it was being mailed out to every voter every day. <laughs> and that that's what you, it's got to be. It's got to be that media. It's got to be just constant to where you get tired of hearing it. If I'm Shane Beamer, this is what I say, and I make it quick. I say, listen, this is my quarterback, Spencer Rattler. He's one of the best quarterbacks in the country. But, Spence, all you got to do is look right here beside me. This is Kyle Kroger who had a, a couple more touchdowns, I mean, a less touchdowns than you had last year as a punter. That's why I institute that and put his name in the Heisman if I'm Beamer. He had three touchdown passes as a punter. Now, Spencer Riley, you better pick your game up or else he's going to be the quarterback. <laughs> <laughs> but, I mean, I just, I'm looking at media day now, and I see uh, Dumbo Fisher's on here today, so he's talking to his players about things. And I'm not a big Jimbo Fisher guy, but um, I, I'm excited. like I said, we're football season, so everybody's excited. But there's so many unknowns right now, we don't know. I mean, we do know the receivers and stuff well, like that. Well, well, well and, the, and the word that I'm hearing coming out of Georgia, there's a lot of uh, miscontent that uh, Kirby may have lost the locker room. I mean, he, he's already come out and said, well, we do have a problem with speeding among our players. <laughs> this is for Thursday, I mean, but uh, number one, Georgia, that's what they just had on media day, uh, has Kirby lost it. But because he cannot decide between Carson Beck, here's the thing, you know, Kirby, smart, be smart about it. You went with Stetson Bennett the 59th for all these years. As your backup, Carson Beck stayed there while he knew he wasn't going to play because he loves his university. That's your quarterback. I know we like we like Stockton and we like Gunner. I mean Gunner Stockton and and Vandegrift. But you got to stay with the guy that's just kept his loyalty to you. And and if he doesn't win right off the bat, then you got those guys to go to. I mean Georgia's got a quarterback room of about fifty people right now. And I have one of them's five star. And every one of them make more money than than we ever thought about here. But I mean. That's, that's the problem. I mean, Portal's the main thing, and it's the second thing, and it's for Alabama, which will be later on today. So I'll save all this for Thursday. But uh, like I said, you're, you're exactly right. Kirby's lost a lot of it, and that's on Kirby because Kirby has allowed this to happen. Now, and and, and that's what is, I don't want this, from Coach Beamer. Is this reverting back to the Georgia of old where everybody said if you want to beat Georgia, you got to beat them in the first couple of games of the season because the players are just running wild and until the coaches get – control the locker room and get rid of a few players and kind of buckle down on the rest of them, then they'll start playing like Georgia football. But you, that's going to be game four, game five into the season. We're going to talk about media day again because I'm going to go home and I'm going to do a team for you. And I'm going to show you why I've got the toughest job, and that's Tennessee because after the allegations that we've just seen, mm-hmm. this is the team, I'm telling you right now, Tom Carroll, how they avoid – Bowl bands and stuff like this because well, they've they, avoided them so far. This, if you look at violations, these are violations that bring death penalty to yeah. a university. Mm-hmm. This would shut SMU down. We had 15 violations at Carolina two years ago, and they were going to take our bowl season away from us, and they have 200 at Tennessee. Jeremy Pruitt will never recover, and he's hired an attorney to sue the university. <laughs> so he's telling you right now. I'm just 